Today's episode is brought to you by laziness and also a pandemic and procrastination and a whole lot of other stuff that just got in the way. Uh, yeah, it kind of kind of stops you from doing things that you enjoy and put on the side. Anyway, procrastination, pandemic and junk, uh, they exist. Try, uh, try to avoid them a little bit today. Maybe you like the bike. Almost. <laughs> Ladies and gents, weebs and weebats, welcome back to what has been forever to another episode of Nunny. I am your host, Mike. Join, as always, by the wonderful Chris. Hi. And today we have another guest, another wonderful friend, Matt. Hello. And boys, it's it's just good to be back doing this again. It feels good. Cause we just we enjoy talking about anime so much. We, so, we've had so many unofficial conversations. This conversation that we're about to have, we've technically had at least a dozen times <laughs> over the past year. Almost more so because Rascal. Uh, spoiler alert: We are talking about Rascal doesn't dream of bunny senpai. Woo! And that one comes up in conversation all the time. Because it's just so good. Would you like mind-blowingly good character and relationship developments? Have we got the series for you. Would you like problems that they have to solve that may or may not correspond to actual problems that you face in your real life? No, but also yes. And do, and do you want awesome characters that get developed over the course of... 13 episodes. What's a little <laughs> bit of really real existential crisis amongst friends? Yeah. Do I even exist anymore? Asks the main heroine. <laughs> and that's only in the first episode. That's the first three episodes. <laughs> Do I still exist? Do I exist? Do I matter? Why am I here? Am I following in my sister's footsteps? Am I doing, like, am I two different people? Oh my goodness. They they ask a lot of they via like hyperbolic supernatural situations explore a lot of topics that are very very real to a lot of people. They, like like you're saying like am I putting up a front? Am I in someone else's shadow? I just want to be left alone or I don't know what an appropriate amount of pressure for my own life is. I want to redo life over and over until I get it right those sorts of things or i wish i could and then when people are cursed with the actual <laughs> answers to their wishes we get the situations contained therein yeah the the uh the literary tool they use they call what what was it uh uh shoot is it the monkey's paw no well it's essentially a monkey's paw mm -hmm. but they call it um adolescent syndrome oh, oh right yeah that's what the official a paranatural affliction is called adolescent syndrome. Yeah, and it's just like, hey, the things that you're facing as a teenager uh, growing up, like they manifest themselves in a supernatural manner. You're, you're uh, the, the main character, Mai, on uh, the first episode, she is faced with the fact that people cannot see her. And at first, that's a boon. She just gets away with doing whatever <laughs> she wants. But then, you know, more and more people just she's invisible to them and she is dealing with the stark reality that she might disappear from 
life. Existence. Yeah. yeah. You were about to say something. And they do it in such a really natural way. It's not a forced situation like you see in a lot of anime where, okay, the main character is shoved into this problem that he sometimes literally falls into more as he's just a really nice person because he's had problems go on in the past and wants to be able to help others. And he just naturally runs into these people who have these problems. Yeah, it's it's interesting because a lot of series, the main character is just kind of like an idiot white knight, Ugh. basically, where it's like, there's no real reason for you to behaving the way you are. But like you no. were saying, Matthew, what's his name again? Uh, Sakuta Azusagawa. Sakuta has experienced these things, like you said. He's experienced adolescent syndrome personally. Yeah. His sister has experienced adolescent syndrome well, personally. He is actively dealing with He's it. He's actively mm-hmm. dealing with an ongoing adolescent syndrome case. Yes. And so him seeing other people, because uh, something within the, the context of the series is that adolescent syndrome is not an officially recognized medical condition. Correct. It's basically like an underground like boogeyman story at the internet that Ooh. pops out of the internet. But it's real for these people because it's actually happening. Yeah. And so it's like, I know that you can't go to the doctor and talk to them about this. I know that you can't go to a therapist and talk to them about this because you're actually experiencing this paranatural phenomenon. And so, like, he does have a reason to intervene. A, because a lot of these people he has personal relationships with, not contrived relationships, like (laughs) you said, actual, reasonable, well-founded, backstory-wise personal relationships. And it's very cool. Well, 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 so just to give a little backstory. So we do have Sakuto uh, and his sister Kaide, who are currently living away from their parents because Kaide was suffering from adolescent syndrome in the form of she was being bullied online and that bullying started manifesting itself as bruises and cuts on her skin. Yeah. To the point where she was psychologically scarred and now has amnesia and so doesn't know who she is. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and and that takes a real toll on Sakuto and his, his way of dealing with it is somehow, well, I don't say way of dealing with it, but his form of adolescent syndrome that forms is just by a big, like, claw slash mark on his yeah, chest. It's like sympathetic injuries for yeah. his sister. And and so because of that, it has damaged his reputation at school to the point where he's just kind of a loner. Yeah, because they, they, you know, people saw that he was out of school for a while and that he was in a hospital. And so the rumor was that he had gotten in a big fight. Yeah. And so he's, he's a ruffian. He, no one wants to associate with that. <laughs> and and so he's kind of, he. I, I don't want to say dove into it, but he's coped with it hmm. by, you know, just kind of being in the corner, being himself. He does have two very good friends that he talks with constantly and know the real him. Hmm. But, you know, I mean, if that were you or me in that situation, I don't know if I would handle it any differently. No. Like, if I would try to repair whatever reputation I had in there where but rumors going about oh i'm a ruffian now he he knows what happened and he knows that he can't convince anyone of what happened yeah but he won't deny what happened to him either and so yeah like you say he just sort of like sinks off a little bit which is which is interesting he he knows who he is yeah which is really cool to see as a character Uh, especially in anime yeah like because like you said earlier sorry matt i I just want to get this across like you said earlier um Normally, these MCs are strictly just blank know, slate white knights. Blank slate white knight thrown into the situation for no, no, uh, 
reason whatsoever. And here we have Sakuta, who actually has experienced this yeah. and understands. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and going along with that, a lot of times anime, you see these characters who had, gently put, crap backstories. Where it's like, they were abused as kids. They were like treated in PTS conditions because of war, family. Insert your standard stereotypical like sad face high schooler where it's like something bad has happened. But they use that as kind of a crutch throughout the entire storyline to continue the plot line. Whereas you were mentioning Chris, he deals with it. He's like, he realizes, okay, my reputation is not great, but he's continuing to like try his best and go throughout his life with it. Yeah, that's an interesting point that you bring up where the situations that they portray are extremely relatable. Yeah. Very weirdly so. Mm -hmm. Like, there's the touch of the supernatural there. But but like you said, uh, a lot of stories will impose hardship through unreasonable means. It's like, my parents were blown up in a terrorist attack, and I've been cursed with the seal of the dark god, or <laughs> some, I don't know, whatever Chunibyo thing they want to think about. Right. Where, whereas here, like you're saying, it's like, he, his sister experienced bullying. Who hasn't experienced some form of that? And sometimes you can deal with it and sometimes you can't. Yeah. Who hasn't felt a pang of extreme sympathy for their sibling who's going through stuff like that? And it's extremely real. And I, I just like to point out that we haven't even gotten into any of the meat of the show yet. Right. And we're literally just, we're all over the place in terms <laughs> of like, this is just an overarching synopsis. Like, this is how good this yeah. show is so i don't even think we need or want to go into some of the specifics of it unless it comes up but it's just mm -hmm. like yeah i think the only one i want to go into is the my my uh, portion because sakurajima my sakurajima because i mean that is kind of the namesake of the show because sure. if you if you look at it from afar you see rascal doesn't dream of bunny senpai and there on the thumbnail is my sakurajima in a, a playboy bun bunny outfit and you're like, it's is I this that kind porn? of that show? And it's like, no, it's not actually that like, kind of show. Both of you recommended me the show, and I'm like, I don't know if I really trust you guys because I'm like, there's literally just like a Playboy Bunny girl on the cover. I'm so, like, I've seen enough of those. Where I'm like, I'm so so get this. I had been recommending Rascal to Chris for probably a year. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. I I was sitting there. I was like, Chris, you gotta watch Rascal. It's the best show I've ever seen. The best slice of life i've ever seen the best romance i have ever seen i'm sitting there and i'm like is this mike just simping over a romance anime like i'm looking at the thumbnail and i'm like i'm not sure man so so for those of you who don't know i am a gigantic sucker for rom-com shoujo romance uh you name if there is a love story arc i am all over it drooling at the mouth bro we be it. shipping i ship hard Okay. <laughs> also memes. You dig the memes. I do dig the memes. I, and that's part of that's part of the fun of it. Mm. But I swear to you, the first time I watched Rascal, I could not get enough of it. There was there's the 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 writing is so good. It's like you're a fly on the wall in the relationships that these people mm. have. They're so genuine. And so one night, what was I, I think I just got fed up. And one night, like like Chris is over, and I just sit him down, and I'm like, "We're watching, we're, we're watching, we're watching the first episode of Bunny Senpai." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, I, I'm fine to watch anime." What what was it like? Six episodes. Six later. episodes later. <laughs> 
We it was either six or five. We watched the first two arcs. Yep. It's like the first episode, and I'm just sort of like, okay. And then along comes the opening, the banger opening. And I'm just like, oh, and there, there, I got sucked in. It was another, you know, your name experience. It was a your name. Have we done the your name episode yet? Uh, I don't believe... No, the Your Name episode's coming up. Okay, we'll provide more context later. Um, <laughs> but, soon. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> That'll be next time on Nutty. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, just like, oh my gosh, I just went so hard into this because it's so good. Mike had talked about it for so long, and I'm like, okay, all right, he's sitting me down. I've seen good things from this before, so let's do it. We watch it, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. It's... It's not an etchy. It's not anything weird. It is legitimately just a phenomenal exploration of real human issues. Yeah. And, and it's like, so before then, my favorite had been Golden Time. Right. Like, I've been like, oh, Golden Time is so real. It's fantastic. I think the main reason I enjoyed it was because it was finally a rom-com that was outside of high school. Right. Or, yeah. or, or a romance that was outside of high school. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I will die on the hill. That Torador is fantastic. Oh, uh, uh, but a little bit of sane in relationships. A little bit of sane in relationships goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And then now that hill is Rascal will not dream of or Rascal does not dream of Bunny <sighs> Senpai, and I will live there till the day I die. And like going on the storytelling, it hits all of those like real feels, like real experience moments. I remember watching them like. I have to take breaks when I was first watching it because I'm like, I can't continue this because the emotional feels are really there and not yeah. like just the, oh, this is really good feeling, but the, oh crap, that was this heavy. is heavy. I, would I say need it, a break. It's almost like Violet Evergarden levels of, oh. of emotional dumps. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's a very... It's a very unique slash different way because I was just thinking of Violet Evergarden. Violet Evergarden is is beautiful and like a seminal work and all that. Mm-hmm. But if we're really, really honest, like the emotional hits that happen are not things that you would generally experience in your actual life. No. It, we love it. I recognize objectively that some of it is a touch contrived. But I still love it to pieces, and it's beautifully done and beautifully written in some of the most beautiful animation on the planet. Well, even oh, after we yeah. saw the movie, like, we were, oh, we the were movie. saying... Oh, oh my we, gosh. We, we were saying how it's a master class in, in animation and storytelling. Yep. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it, is it perfect? No. No. But but here, the, the sort of interesting parallel that we're drawing is that, like, it's emotionally weighty, and the reason why it's so emotionally weighty is because it's so real. It's yeah. not like, oh, like, you know, you're mother with a terminal illness wrote letters for you for the next 30 years it's you know who, do you feel like you are who you really are yeah are you putting up a front are you trying to drop off the face of the planet because you don't feel like you want to face the world and they like explore that in a very focused manner like so they might they, they might do this in a high school setting but i would i would go as far as to say that the the ideas and issues that they are exploring in rascal uh, can be those that we feel throughout our lives. A hundred percent. A lot of it is very real, very real adult problems that you see, like especially young adults who are in college or heck, even newlyweds. You yeah. see a lot of these problems still popping up. It's put, as you said, in the high school scenario because you can really get away with a very wide variety of problems, but they do really well with attracting a lot of different audiences. Yeah. Yeah, and and what uh, so so 
Uh, brain fart. Wow. <laughs> Mike.exe is C. Fish. Fish. We cast the net. <laughs> I am inside your psyche. We're pulling. We're reeling. What was the thought? Uh, it, it was. It was. Uh, back to the relationships, kind of. Yes. Uh, like, like, like we had talked about. We, we had talked about. Uh, you know, appealing to people, stuff like that. Uh, for some reason, my mind ju- jumped ahead to uh, to Sakuta and Mai. Yes. Um, so, so I guess before we get there, we should probably like just kind of explain Mai's deal. Okay. Really quick. Hmm. So the reason you see a Playboy bunny suit on the front of the thumbnail <laughs> is pretty much just what happens in the first episode. Yep. Right. So we have Sakuta. Uh, he, uh, you kind of get the backstory on uh, him and his sister a little bit. Yep, a uh, light backstory, a, a very light backstory that is explored much later on. Yep, and oh my gosh, the Kaide arc later on hits so hard. Oh, <laughs> um, but so you get a, a brief backstory of what's going on, and then you know you follow Sakuta at a day at school, and then uh, at the end of the day he's at the library, right? And he's just kind of looking around looking for a book, and all of a sudden. He sees an extremely attractive girl walking around the library in a Playboy bunny suit. <laughs> walking around in the bunny suit. Walking around in a bunny suit, and no one is paying attention to her. Absolutely no one is saying, this is weird, like, what are you doing, get out of here type deal. He's very much got the, why is no one reacting to this look? Insert the psychological experiences of, like, clowns walking around a mall and no one noticing. It's like, this is not the same... <laughs> But also, yes. Yeah, so so he goes up to her. He's like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, oh, you can see me? And he's like, yeah, I see that you're in a Playboy Bunny outfit. And she's like, oh, okay. He just walks away. And that's like, that's their interaction. And then, you know, come to find out that she is his senpai at his high school, um, in which he sees her the next day. And, uh, you know, they, they, start, uh, they start talking. Um, figures out that she is a famous childhood actor or actress um, who's still performing at that moment who is still performing at that moment um, but is having trouble because she he is noticing that less and less people are noticing her and come to find out she is suffering from a adolescent syndrome uh, what do you want to call it episode yeah, I guess. An uh, episode, I feel like, is a good way yeah, to describe it. An episode of adolescent syndrome where uh, she is dealing with the fact of people not noticing her. Like, her not her unaware of who she is or what she wants to do, and people around her, and that's manifesting in people around her uh, just not seeing her. She's essentially disappearing from the world. Yeah. Hmm. And it, what it takes, like it's a three episode arc. It's a three episode arc where they go sort of go through because one of the one of the big things that they do throughout the series is basically the only way to resolve like the adolescent syndrome episode, like you described it, is to resolve the underlying psychological issue. Yeah. Where it's like, why are you doing this? And so Sakuto like accompanies Mai for like all this time as she is less and less perceptible to reality around her. Um, and like as they delve through these things, you find out, or we find out, that she is struggling with her own desires. Where it's like, I want to act, but I am having trouble with slash don't want to deal with some of the pressures and expectations 
that are coming along with it. You find out that there's some tension with her mother, yep. who's her manager. You find out that there's some tension with some of the performances that she has been asked to do and some of the uh, attention that she's been getting from the public. And so she wants to she wants to turn invisible yep. to get away from it. And lo and behold, she, she does. She's but turning not, invisible. She's turning existentially invisible. Yeah. And so over the course of this three-episode arc, you know, Sakuto professes his love for her and whatnot in such a manner so good. <laughs> he, he does it in such a manner that everyone can see so that her existence cannot be ignored once she has accepted that she also wants to be seen then that forces everyone else to see her as well yeah and uh, they go from there and it's really cool and, and and so corny as it may be the way he could he professes his love to her like runs outside the school and having this inner monologue the entire time and then just <laughs> yells to the school I love I and then she comes out there and like you know answers him and everything but the the relationship that forms between the two of them is and we keep coming back and i feel like a broken record but i don't care because it's so <laughs> true it is real it is like an actual relationship yeah it's yeah. none of this it's none of this garbage i i, I say garbage Sorry, go Which, on. Uh, the, the thought that's crossing my mind, I feel like we're saying the same thing, or we're thinking the same thing, is like harem trash. This yeah. is not that. Well, well, so it's not harem trash, but it's also not the, you know, 24 episodes of, oh, do I confess? Do I not confess? Yeah, the, oh my gosh, I hate those. The, those like, are the they, worst. They but. never actually start the relationship. They're the, like, cheeky little, oh, I like you, but I don't. Basically, the entire plot line of... It, love is war where it's like yeah they both like each other just freaking say it well well so it's like i i, I will I, again i love toradora it is fantastic but it suffers from that problem mm -hmm. and i mean granted you, you know there's a lot of character development that goes on throughout it there's mm -hmm. a lot of wrestling with feelings um and i understand it. it's less kind of wishy-washy and more kind of they're finding out who they are themselves until they finally are like, okay, let's get into a relationship. Hmm. Here, we episode three, they're dating. Yes. Yeah, right? Which is amazing. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, there's a lot of character development that can be had leading up to a relationship. Here, we see that there's a lot of character development to be had in a relationship. Entering a relationship with someone is not a happily ever after. <laughs> Certainly not in this series. Oh, no. because they that That comes up again and again. It's like we're dating, but why are you doing this sort of thing? Yeah, and and, and uh, it should be said too that there is a huge amount of character development in the three episodes leading up to that. Very true. Uh, they pack dating. it. They pack it in a well-paced way. It, th that's another thing that should be said. the The show is so well-paced. Mm -hmm. It's really scary how like well-paced and written they have it because whenever you think of any romantic couple in basically any form of media. Like, you see where it's like they're either super clingy or they're basically cheating on each other, like, two days after. But You're it's right. like, you have MC character going off and dealing with a lot of other females' problems. Like, just put it bluntly, he basically dates multiple other females lightly while he's also actually in love with 
his actual girlfriend. Well, well, and the, th- and the thing that should be said too is that during that time he is also in he is in contact as much as he can be mm. yeah. with Mai. And so that's another thing is that they are not trying to hide things from each other. No, no. Like they are trying to actively have a, a relationship, an open relationship. Uh, you know, they they end up having to deal with the fact that oh, she's an actress and has to be gone a lot, and has mm-hmm. to be gone. Uh, and it's also frowned upon for her to ha- be dating someone at Theory. the same time. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, just the 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 writing, the way that. The, the the acting between the two the the rapport between Mai and Sakuto is just so good yeah that I just like they uh, they are characters like yeah. Sakuto and Mai are both their own people the writers know exactly who those characters are they're not character caricatures they're not a blank slate MC to put yourself into. They're not just a, you know, one-dimensional fetish girl <laughs> where it's like, oh, this is the tsundere, this is the kudere, this is the dere dere, none of that. Insert like, dere. Yeah, these are all, like, well-fleshed-out characters, which is just so cool to see. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is very three-dimensional. Which is beautiful, because you don't, you don't see that as often as... As I, I think I would like agreed to see no. yeah like nine times out of ten you're watching a show and and I, I granted I understand that they want you to be able to insert yourself into the story yeah right it, it, don't get me wrong there's a time and a place for yeah. it sorry go ahead the the series that do that really do it for a reason it's like they didn't want to build a main character because they want you to build the main character I mean I look at Sword Art for basically the first season, he didn't have a personality. That's one where you could really shove yourself in. They didn't fix that until, like, multiple seasons ahead. Yeah, until they were finally like, oh, wait, Kirito's actually a guy, and he has issues he's dealing with. A lot of them. Oh, crap, we have a real character on our hands. Oh, shoot, boys, hit the button. Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, man, but I... I don't know if we want to go into any anything more about it. I, in terms of plot, I don't think so. I will say we've talked about animation. Rascal does not dream of, dream of Bunny Girl. Senpai has gorgeous animation. It's a slice of life, which has some of the most beautiful animation of most series I've seen. They're not just character stills sitting there with the their mouth still, moving. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just the three frame <laughs> opening and closing my mouth loop. Well, well, well. I mean, like I remember as we were watching and like we went back and rewatched some of the stuff. There's motion in the backgrounds. You yeah. see trees moving. You see cats roaming around. There's not visual dead time to fill space. Like we'd said, it's well-paced. It's packed, but not too packed. Everything is extremely purposeful. I, I would very much say that the environment itself is its own character. Yeah. Because like, the different settings that they go to are very animated. Yeah. So good. It just feels, a, it feels like a really natural environment. It feels like you're some fourth character just watching from a little bit of a distance yeah yeah it really sucks you in i remember one thing that really stuck out to me is how prominent the two cats are very <laughs> like, like they almost every time you're at sakuto's house there there's a shot of the cats just doing something 
I mean, that's just a meme at that point. I, I, I mean, it's kind of a meme at that point, but it's like it does. It's not even a purposeful shot. Like you know, Kaide will be sitting there on the couch, and then uh, the she's like not even in the main portion of the frame. Like it's it's Sakuto, like who's actually saying something. Kaide's just sitting there, and then you know, Cat just comes in and lays mm-hmm. down on Kaide. Yep. Like, it just, it, it's not just, hey, here's a picture frame, and then little motion is going in yeah, the background. It's honestly like the animation studio is just flexing, like, hey, we're good at what we do. <laughs> I'm fine with them doing that, because it makes, it all comes together for what I will say again and again. I will die on the hill. That Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Senpai is one of the best, if not the best, romance anime i have ever seen cloverworks nailed it cloverworks was they found the four-leaf clover i (laughs) they found the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and her name is rascal so it's like please just watch it it's short it's what 12 episodes in a movie 12 or 13 episodes plus an hour and a half long movie Oh gosh, that movie. Which the movie isn't even necessary to no, see. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. It, it resolves one of the arcs, but the series itself is beautiful as is. I, yeah. I mean, I, I will say, like, I just want more. Yeah, I want more. Like, they finish up the season really well. They and do. they do it in a way where they could get another season. Or they could honestly not. They ended it in a satisfactory way. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, they, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm really, really happy with the manner of I wish that we had more feeling that we have. It's Mm. not I wish that we had more because they left so many questions unanswered. Mm. It's I wish that we had more because they did such a good job with it. Yeah. No one, there's no cliffhanger. There's nothing like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. It's more like, hey, these people... These characters that I've gotten to know for 13 episodes or so are living their lives, and I would like to enjoy being in their lives some more, if there ever is any more. Yep. Yeah. And please, Cloverworks, make some more, because it's so good! Like, maybe just even an OVA. Like, they could have ended in the movie, but they decided just to give us three more episodes, basically. Give me an OVA, give me something. Like, I'm chomping at the bit here, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just end it the same way Castlevania did. Everyone is done. You know what happened to everyone. It is satisfactory closed. Yeah, yeah. Well well and I and actually the way the way that uh Rascal deals with everyone minus the one person who the arc is dealt with in the movie. Yeah. Um they tie those stories up pretty well. They're all yeah. resolved. Yeah, there's nothing that's that's left undone, that left untouched. Literally, Shoko, the movie arc girl. Yeah, and everyone else is dealt with. All technically yeah. speaking, all that's left is how do Sakuta and Mai enjoy their future together? I want to know. <laughs> we always do. It's like, and they live happily ever after? Question mark because humans living life sorts of things and you know. Well, well, I mean, yeah, and and it's like, especially with Mai and Sakuto, like I love how sassy they are with each other. <laughs> yep. Like their their relationship is sassiness. Sakuto needs to go to horny jail, <laughs> but Mai puts him there all the time, and it's great. Bonk. He, bonk. he gets bonked all the time or his foot stepped on or like pinched somewhere and it's just beautiful so yes again uh what everyone has iterated watch rascal doesn't dream of bunny senpai you will not regret it unless you hate life 
and beautiful things. In which case, it will probably just brighten your day. So you should watch it then, too. Hey! <laughs> well, Chris, Matt, thank you. This has been wonderful. We've finally done another episode. And that means there will be more to come. <laughs> thank you. Oh, this yeah, was great. Absolutely. Woo! Well, everyone, weebs, weebets, peoples, we, it won't be a year and some change <laughs> until you hear from us next time. But... You know, just to finish up again, watch Rascal Doesn't Dream of Bunny Senpai, because it will leave you chomping at the bit and saying, Nani? <gasps> Thanks for listening.